0: Hey there, this is Rayanne Thorne. Welcome to Music Strong, brought to you by MusicLaguna.com. Thanks for joining us. Hey everybody, welcome to the inaugural episode of Music Strong. I have a very special beginning episode for you today. I've been involved with celebrating a man named... Keith Boyer. Keith is a police officer or was a police officer in Whittier, California, and he was shot and killed in the line of duty almost a year ago. And some good friends of mine have decided to put on a concert in his honor. And I wanted to share some information about this man, about the concert itself and why we want to do this. So I would love to introduce my guest today. Please welcome Jeff McNeil. Hey, Jeff, thanks for joining me. Thank
1: you. Nice <laughs> to be here.
0: And also Jan Edwards. Hey, Jan. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Rand. Well, we have a lot to talk about, and I, I want to make sure that we get enough information out there, but also not overwhelm everybody with too much information. So let's just jump right in. Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit about Keith, what you know of him, and how you met him?
1: Sure. I met Keith. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. He's maybe 2009, 2010, something around that period. Um, he started dating a, uh, a friend of my wife's and mine, and here in Temecula. And so that's how I initially met Keith, and um, knew he was in bands and, and that sort of thing. And he and I kind of hit it off, and uh, we remained friends. And I would see him periodically. You know, over the years, and he was with other bands, and I had my own band going. And then in late 2014, we needed a new drummer, and I knew Keith had been interested in in our band for some time, and I invited him to join us if he was interested, and he and he was, and he did. And then we uh, we started performing together for the last uh, couple of years of his life there.
0: So uh, well, I have to say that one of the most joyous. Bits of film I've ever seen is watching Keith Drum, in a couple of clips that yeah. were shared at his funeral and that I have seen also online. And you, Jeff, have shared. Are it's just he loved to drum. It was just one of his passions. You could tell. And I met Keith back in junior high. Uh, might have even been before before that. So I've known him for many many years. Jan, tell us a little bit about um, when you met Keith. Oh my goodness!
2: Um, I met Keith at entering my freshman year in high school. And I was part of the music program there at Listerna High School, my alma mater, Keith's alma mater, and actually your band. Yes. Uh, And so I spent a lot of time in the choir room, and next to the choir room was the band room. And so there were a group of band kids that would always hang out uh, outside the pavilion area there, and Keith was one of them. I knew Keith, I think, starting back in 1977, a very slight young man, long, stringy hair, uh, yeah. freckles, uh, and a pair of drumsticks always in the back of his pocket. So even back then in high school, Keith was a big part of the music program there. And being in the band, uh, he was part of the drum line and uh, fast forwarding three and a half, four years, was the drum major then for Lucerna. Uh, you know, I had the pleasure and just the joy and the fun of being able to participate and perform with Keith also, because I think it was his sophomore year, I was mine, um, he became part of the choir group and then, we both tried out for a group, uh, a music group. It was somewhat of an exclusive group. You know, back then it was it was called Hilltoppers. And back in the day, they would play um, current pop music. So I made the band, Keith made the band, and Keith was the drummer and I was one of the singers. And so we got to, oh my gosh, we got to perform at all different types of locations. we go on trips. I know we spent a couple of trips in San Francisco together and uh, we also did some musicals together. So lots of fun time, lots of great memories. So uh, yeah, he's, yeah.
0: he is a good, a really good guy. And I, I can remember him from junior high, long stringy hair. It's kind of funny because I think I have a picture tucked away in a junior high yearbook of, of Keith with a perm. Uh, he he tried to take away that long stringy hair and go with uh, the full Afro look back in the 70s. And he was quite a character and had many friends everywhere. I don't think he discriminated among groups as far as friends go. He had friends in every corner of the school when, when I knew him. And I am so grateful today when I look back on reconnecting with him because of Facebook and we were able to become friends there and share lots of ideas and, you know, we would private message often. And after his passing, I heard from a lot of people that they had a very similar relationship with him, that he went out of his way to brighten somebody's day or to send a private message and to let them know that if they were going through a rough time, he was thinking of them or that he would pray for them. He was a a police officer for many, many years in the city of Whittier and died on February 20th, uh, 2017 right near the high school where Jan and I went to school with him and and so this is um his death and the what we've felt like we've had to deal with of course his his family his children his his mother and um father have had to deal with far more than than I've had to deal with but I have struggled with the loss of my friend and I know um Jan you have too and and Jeff I'm sure you have as well a bandmate as as well as a friend so Let's talk a little bit about the type of man that he was. Uh, I was married to a law enforcement officer. And one of the reasons that I, the father of my kids was a police officer. And one of the reasons that I um, really admired Keith is I could see the type of police officer he was in his his daily actions and his communications. In, and I know, Jan, you, you knew him as a police officer firsthand. I don't live in Whittier anymore, but I know that you saw him mm-hmm. in action often. So I would love for both of you to talk about uh, Keith Boyer, the man, and um, then we can maybe talk a little bit more about him as the a police officer and then also um, a a drummer because we know how great he he was at all of those things. So Jan, I'll let you kick it off. Oh,
2: thank you. Um, so much to talk about. Just thinking about it, I'm going to really work to get through this because it, as time has gone on, you know, the day from the time that. We lost Keith so tragically to this present day. It is, I know, Ryan you and I shared this. It's been so much tougher. It's not getting easier. And it just makes me reflect back on the time where uh, Keith and I were able to, in a sense, rekindle a friendship that we had as grown adults. And, um, you know, Keith remained in Whittier. I remained in Whittier. And so I would see him on the street trolling in his police car. But I think what was most, I guess, wonderful was the fact that he uh, ironically ended up at his high school, uh, his alma mater as the resource officer there, and I remember dropping off my two kids who were young, you know, young adults in high school at that time, and lo and behold, he was standing there in his uniform, and uh, we just, you know, ran to each other, gave each other a big hug, you know, he had his vest on, and he kind of ricocheted off his vest, and uh, he promised to watch over my kids, and uh, my son is a drummer, and so Even before I knew Keith was a resource officer there, my son would come home telling me how he would spend some of his lunches talking with the the cop on the campus because the cop on the campus was a drummer. So when Keith found out who my kids were, he had already formed a relationship with them without me even knowing. And he, oh my gosh, he just radiated um, with something that was so, he's trying to find the words. His smile, his kindness, his determination to, in a sense, enforce respect, you know, with these younger individuals, with their elders and things like that. But at the same time, he wasn't there to cause trouble for these students. He was there to guide them and to really make sure that they were staying on the straight and narrow. He did it in a way that was so profound for these young individuals. And, you know, again, like I said, he would, he promised me that he'd keep an eye on my kids and, and, um, he, like he did so many other kids, you know, um, I'd see him in the community. I work in the community and I work in special needs. I have adult students that I am responsible for in the community. And when we would run into heat, he would allow my students to go up to him and tap him on his chest where his vest was or to... Look at his belt and to look at all the the hardware that he carried around on his body, you know,
0: look at his police car, so it was just it was
2: just something else
0: yeah i I um have told this story often that when Keith passed away the the day that that he died um was also my daughter's birthday, and he was the when I'm posted on Facebook, happy birthday, Renee Keith was the first person to comment underneath that and say, Happy birthday, Renee. (laughs) You know, and so I I, um and that happened just before he passed away. I think only only an hour. And I I had gone a a long drive for a business luncheon that day and I had seen a message from Lori or even you, Jan, on Facebook asking Keith, hey, we heard there was something going on. Hopefully you're safe. And I didn't even think about it again until I I came out of my meeting and there was a message from Lori and um, the just the i mean i I had to pull over and and mm-hmm. broke down i mean it was a a devastating realization for me because I had come to rely on him as a part of my daily boost. He was like my vitamin K you know <laughs> I was getting a boost mm-hmm. of uh yeah. Keith Boyer daily because of his, his the joy that he had the care and the the very true authentic concern that he had for his network of friends, whether it was through Facebook or through the community of Whittier or through his his band and, and the the people that would come to see um, you guys perform, Jeff. So I would love to, you know, sh- turn the mic over to you and have you tell us a little bit about your relationship with him and what, what it was like to have him as a bandmate and the the difference that he made in your life. And then I, I would love to shift gears and talk about the concert, the scholarship fund that's been set up. and and what folks can do, and, and the details on how they can attend or how they can donate to the scholarship fund. So Jeff, tell us a little bit about your relationship with Keith as a, a band member, and if you have any funny little stories, we would love to hear them.
1: Sure. Well, well, Keith was, was first and foremost a friend. And uh, in fact, when I first started the band back in 2011, I actually asked him to come into the recording studio where we were auditioning drummers because I wanted his opinion on on them because I respected his opinion. And then years later, when we needed somebody, he was eager and anxious to jump right in. The thing I really loved about Keith, and and I'm speaking very frankly here, you know, at first I was a little hesitant to uh, ask Keith to join the band because. I knew he was a talented drummer, but he was also, he could be opinionated and he'd let you know, you know, he'd let me know when I was <laughs> singing flat or, you know, uh, or maybe I should try this or do this or that. And I thought, okay, that's fine. And, um, you know, I, I was I was concerned that being a police officer and part of their training is they they have to be in charge of the situation, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, Very true. And I thought she, I I, 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 don't know if I want to risk butting heads with Keith because we're such good friends. I don't know if I want to risk our friendship by having him in the band. And as it turns out, he was uh, probably one of the easiest guys in the band to get along with, and was a total team player, and and was never. Uh, a problem in terms of um, you know what we were going to play or or if, if we could be available for for a gig or whatever he was he just had such a positive attitude about everything and everybody you know and and, and bands you know we you know especially rock and roll bands I mean you know we we kind of we uh, can be a little a little bawdy and a little uh, inappropriate in our In our our private uh, chatter, you know, before and after shows. I never heard Keith uh, use a a curse word once. I've never heard him talk bad about anybody. No. Um, He was just a a genuinely loving, he loved people. That's, that's, That's the way I can describe it. I mean, he loved performing for people. He liked helping people. He liked entertaining people. He was a total people person. And um, as far as performing with them, he, he really elevated our band because uh, he he was such a great drummer and he put so much effort and time into learning the songs and doing them exactly the way they were uh, recorded to begin with. And that's what our band is all about. We're we're not a, you know, your typical Howard Johnson's, you know, right. Band or whatever. right. We um, try to sound as close to the original artists as possible. And that was really important. And I'm, pretty fussy about how everything sounds as a result. And Keith uh, stepped up, and, and he was able to handle it. He was always the first to show up you know, because of the drums. Obviously, it's a lot of setup. And I he set up the PA and everything else myself also. So he and I would always be the first to arrive and usually the last to leave. And I think one of my favorite memories is just all the times it would just be he and I at the end of the night after a show, after everyone had gone, and it was just Keith and I in the parking lot, sitting on the, you know, tailgate of the truck, just talking about personal things, about life, about family, about our hopes for, you know, the future, and it was just a real neat thing. So, as far as funny stories, you know, he was just, and I'm going to just flat out say it, he was, like Chief Piper said, he was a goofy guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he was, was just goofy. a happy go like, He was like a like a big puppy. And uh and just kind of a goofy, goofy, carefree, easy going guy. And um a great example of that was when we drove up to Sausalito. We all traveled to Sausalito to perform at a wedding the October before he was uh, killed. And uh and uh still hard hard for me to even I say. Know, that I know, I know. Anyway, we're at this wedding. And um, he was sideswiped in the parking lot by a guy in a Tesla, oh my and uh, <laughs> and it, to- it just totally scraped the entire side of Keith's truck hmm. right before the show. And uh, Keith was totally nonchalant about it; he didn't seem bothered by it. And we all had a good laugh, thinking the guy in the Tesla is the one who really, you know, is going to be shot on that. Very upset, because, you know, yeah. Pretty pricey, <laughs> yeah. But hmm. it turns out Keith, Keith was actually happy that it happened because he had accidentally, uh, you know, damaged the side of his truck uh, driving home from one of the gigs late at night. I don't know if he scraped it against the, something on the freeway or, or what happened, but so he was he was delighted because it enabled him to uh, to uh, they, they totaled his. Truck because the cost mm-hmm. was going to be too much. They to, totally to tra- it, so he was actually thrilled. <laughs> oh yeah, so that, gave him an excuse to buy a a, a brand new truck, yeah, and there you he was go. actually yeah. really really happy about that. Yeah. So uh-huh. anyway, he was a joy to work with, and, and he's a
0: terrific guy. And it doesn't end there at the with the band. I mean, when you hear other police officers speak of him, and um, your description of him as a people person is clearly um, so true and accurate about who he was, es- especially if you remember, like I do, Chief Piper talking about him in the news conference and, and how devastated yeah. the chief was talking about him. And, you know, I I was devastated. Yeah. And I know anybody who knew him agrees with your assessment, Jeff, that he loved people. I, I never saw him say or write a bad thing about anybody. He I can get pretty feisty in my, in my rants online. And Keith was always the first one to say, have a good day, Rayanne. bring it down a bit, yeah. you know, and, yeah. um, we didn't agree he politically. Never, <laughs> we didn't agree politically on, no, he never took offense. And he was, he was he always the offense. first, the first to love. And I, I think that speaks, you know, Rayanne, for so many people in the community, you know, we all had his cell phone numbers and he was
2: um, I don't know if that's okay or not, um, uh, but, uh, he was our watchdog, our personal watchdog, um, uh, you know, for his friends that were local and, um, uh, gosh, you know, anytime anything would happen, first and foremost, it would be to see if he was okay. And then secondly, to see if, uh, you know, either find out what happened or if we're safe in our community and all of that other stuff. Right. But, uh.
0: The true yeah, protector. Wow. True protector. Well, let's, let's talk about the, and the, go ahead, Jeff. You have another
1: story? I was, I, I, I was just going to say, he was so dedicated to music and such a reliable guy too. I mean, he loved performing. He, even to the extent that after he was injured uh, in a scuffle with uh, uh, a suspect, I think it was sometime in November of uh, 2016, he thought he might have a torn, um, Rotator cuff, but he still, you know, he still
0: Played. wanted to play. Yeah, I mean, he,
1: would, he would show up and and and, and do his thing, and, um, and we were worried about him. You know, the, the, the interesting thing about Keith as a musician mm. is, you know, we we didn't we never saw him in uniform. I mean, we didn't identify with him yes, as, a, yeah. as a police officer. We knew that he did it, and 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 we were you know we were proud of him for doing it, but he never brought work with him. I mean, yeah. he was. He was there to party and have a great time, and I think he really enjoyed having that kind of a release, because, you know, police work can be very stressful. It's very stressful. High-pressure situations, especially in, 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 in recent years, so I, after he died, I was just so grateful that I was able to share the stage with him and, and be with him doing something that made him so happy uh, for those last couple of years. I just... It was an honor to to know that we were helping provide him not only stress relief but just an outlet to to live his passion and just have a great time.
0: Yeah, he was a a wonderful man, and as we approach the anniversary of his his death, and I I have to say it has felt like the longest year of my life. I mean, it yeah. it seems like so long ago yeah. that that he passed away and yet it was a blink of an eye. And, and I, I cherish every comment I see from him on old posts and um, I, I feel close to him still. And I know that he knows that he is dearly loved and dearly missed. And um, I would love for uh, Jan to you tell know, us, the, go ahead, Jeff. i was
1: just gonna say that the thing about Keith is he was so humble. He would never, I know, million years, have believed the kind of outpouring his <laughs> death uh, caused in the community. I've never seen anything like it. Many of yeah, us
0: I, have noted this. Many so of us
1: blown away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was, and it, was Jeff, incri- it was incredible. Yeah. Jeff, uh, you
2: know,
0: still being here in Whittier, uh,
2: the 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 hole that it has left to this community, it, you it is so significant.
0: And I just, I I'll
1: bet, you, I'll bet you could fill a whole theater with it, couldn't you?
0: Um, Let's sure hope so. so. Let's make that happen.
2: I sure would hope so. Yeah.
0: So tell us, Jan, That's about the, the concert. I know that um, you've helped, uh, have been instrumental in developing this uh, scholarship program. And um, how did the concert come about? Was that just you and Jeff um, rapping sometime about this? Or what, what was, how did this, how was this idea born? Well, it's kind of interesting. I'd like
2: to hear Jeff's take on it, but this is this is what I remember. And, uh, you know, the good news is, and it's all good, is that, well, it's it's unfortunate that we've met under these circumstances, but I just remember when Keith was killed, you know, we have a a Facebook page, um, you know, it's it's called the Class of Lacerna's Class of 81, and it's a group page with so many alumni on that page, and It really acted as a a source of um, comfort and therapy for all of us that um, just needed a place to go to in in order to talk, you know, uh, to be able to talk as a group and to mourn as a group and to reminisce as a group. And so I remember it was, I think, the day of the services, we were talking about something that we wanted to do as a class to remember Keith and to honor Keith and to keep Keith's legacy alive. And we had talked around the idea of doing some kind of monument or some type of um,
0: tree. We talked about planting trees. There were a lot of different ideas, but I think then through all
2: of that, it was someone um, in the group mentioned about a scholarship and it's like, Oh my gosh, absolutely. That's it. That's what we need to do. And, Jeff, you're going to have to fill me in on, uh, or you're going to have to give me your perspective on this, but I, I think simultaneously sure. on Jeff's end, and I'll let you speak for yourself. This is just the way I remember is that we simultaneously, Jeff and Mrs. Jones' Revenge, had been discussing you know, some kind of scholarship in Keith's name. And we thought that with Keith being a musician at Listerna, we wanted to base it more on who Keith was as a student. At Lucerna, and so we decided we thought, or maybe that was Jeff who had suggested that it be based on uh, music and for students. So, Jeff, I'm curious to see, you know, from your perspective, I can tell you how we ended up doing courses. But if you're okay with that, Rayanne, I'd love to hear Jeff's perspective. No, absolutely. And about it. Okay.
1: Well, when the big Keith was killed, uh, obviously we were. In the band, we were all in shock and, and absolutely uh, shattered, just uh, beyond belief. And what compounded the shock for us, for me specifically, I think, was that during the press conference, when Chief Piper was taking questions from the press, one of the first things they asked was, Yeah, I understand, Officer Blair was in a band. And my, and my, my mouth just dropped. I couldn't yeah. believe that, that that was even being asked. And then almost immediately I started being inundated with uh, requests from the press and and, you know the news stations were driving down and interviewing me and the band and it was it was just a whirlwind so we were trying to deal with our grief and then having to deal with the press at the same time and it was was, the day he died we had this uh, concert scheduled already for the uh, Temecula Community Theater which is going to be on April 9th and we the day Keith was killed, some of us were saying, ah, the band's over. We don't mm. want to do this anymore. And I thought, you know, let's let's try to do something good with this. And so I decided to have a fundraiser to raise money for Keith's family um, at that April 9th concert. So we did that, and it was a very—I'll get back to that in a moment. Let me get back to the scholarship to answer your question directly. The day of uh, Keith's uh, funeral, I went over to— give condolences to Keith's mom, who I'd never met up until that moment. And I was talking with her, and I was holding her hand, and I told her that the band was going to perform uh, a benefit concert for her family. And she told me, she said, oh, good, I, I want to use the money to start a scholarship.
2: For oh, Keith wow.
1: Oh, no, said,
2: my goodness. Oh, that's,
1: that's wonderful. So we actually started raising... We we did raise money for his family at the April 9th concert. That was distributed to his family. But at the same time, we also started collecting for the scholarship that we knew we wanted to help uh, establish. So we started collecting money for that at the concert. I started selling uh, commemorative uh, concert discs featuring Keith drumming with us. And I still have some of those left. If anybody wants to uh, purchase one, one hundred percent of those proceeds go directly into a scholarship and uh, it's, it's, a, it's a CD with about I don't know, 15 or 16 songs recorded live super high quality and uh, of course it keeps playing on all of them and sounding fantastic so it's a great commemorative thing
0: and you'll, you you will bring those to if the you, concert some of those left. you please bring those
1: to the I concert will, or I, I I'm, 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 he- I'm hesitant to, to distribute them there because the the theater okay wants to take a percentage of anything yeah. that is sold at the theater. So then
0: sneak one to me later, later because I want work. one. <laughs> I want one, and I'm I know many yeah, other people yeah, whatever, that will. So
1: if you just go to our website, this is dot com. You can order directly from there and use PayPal, and it's perfect. Okay. So anyway, so we started raising money for the scholarship at that point, and then I met Jan at Keith's. Uh, well, I think yeah. we connected on on Facebook first, we, and Jan reached did. out, mm-hmm. and then um, I met her in person at uh, the a service, and um, uh, then we started talking about the scholarship shortly thereafter, and then uh, I, I really left it in Jan's hands to handle things because you know Jan's local I'm, and I'm um, local, yeah. It, 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 and know, she's so, a powerhouse so too. We so, got a, that, we a, <laughs> yeah, oh, she is. We, <laughs> we had a conference call um, with Dan Fitzgerald at Lucerna and that's kind of when we all came to an agreement that the scholarship can, should be used for for band and choir students to to support uh, the arts that Keith loves so dearly. So uh, that's that's how that all got started. So I, I know this. As far as this concert goes, go ahead, Jeff. I was just going to say, as far as the concert that we're doing now goes, I was a little reluctant because um, you know we sold out the concert uh, for Keith in, in, in April of last year, but due to scheduling and availability and a host of other reasons, we weren't able to do another show to accommodate a lot of people from the Whittier area that really wanted to be a part of it and come. So Jan really nudged me to to. Have another concert in the Whittier area, and I, we thought that having it close to the anniversary of of Keith's right uh, being taken from us uh, would, would probably be you know a good idea as far as the scheduling. So months and months and months ago, we uh, we contracted with the theater and uh, Jan. She's not going to say anything about this because she's too modest, but Jan actually. Uh, put the deposit up at the theater to secure the date. Um, Her and her husband, Mitch, uh, put up uh, a pretty good chunk of money to reserve the theater, and that was a wonderful thing. And um, uh, and then we started selling tickets uh, September 1st of last year.
0: That's when I
2: bought mine. (laughs) Yeah, I told Jeff, I said, now, I hope Whittier is listening, because I put in a good word for Whittier, but I told Jeff that if you bring... Your band to Whittier, then Whittier will not let Pete down, and he won't let, and they won't let uh, uh, Mrs. Jones' revenge down. I'm
0: still hoping that Whittier will pull through. So uh, I think they will, yeah, and, and hopefully, coming up, you know, all of the the information and the news sharing that is going out about this this podcast and um, posters that are everywhere and the flyers that have been distributed, and I know that there's Boy Scout troops talking about it and and lots of Chambers of Commerce all around Whittier, the Whittier mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce has, has been real helpful. And Jan, you've just been just wonderful and so powerful in this role in igniting all of us to, to oh, remember yeah. Keith in this in the, in way. The,
1: in and ask for a better partner.
0: Right. Well, and, yeah, Jan, you know,
1: Jan has really been fantastic.
0: She's a you joy know, to work
2: with uh, too. It's a matter of commitment and, you know, you start, something, you finish it. And it's just, it has to be, I mean, there's, there's no other way around it. This is, Something that whether we end up, you know, selling half the theater out or selling, uh, hopefully, the whole you, theater out.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Jeff. You know, there's something I also I also want to say about Keith's family. Uh, I have yeah. never seen a family dealing with that I, kind of yeah. grief and that kind of overwhelming uh, sadness handle themselves with such yeah. grace yeah. and and beauty. Um, Keith's children are amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've gotten to know his parents. Uh, I love them both. They're amazing people. And you can see, and there's such a, a, a great reflection on the man that Keith was.
0: That's exactly and what
1: I was going to say. It's just, you know? it's just it, it, it really, I mean, as of now, the theater isn't even half full, I don't think. And the thought of those amazing people, those amazing yeah, family members of Keith walking into a half-empty theater at an event to honor their son really concerns me. It really it, it, yeah. it, it bothers me on a real personal level. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm almost, I don't want to say I'm angry because I'm not angry, but I'm, 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 I'm just hopeful that the people of Whittier uh, and the surrounding communities will really step up because it's for all the right reasons that we're doing this.
0: Sure and, is. You know,
1: and um, we want to be able to fund this, this scholarship for for you know, decades if we can.
2: You know, and I want to emphasize also, you know, being out in the community, knocking on doors, going from restaurant to restaurant, trying to get posters um, hung up in uh, windows in our community. I want to emphasize that this this the, the money that is being. Raised again, we keep mentioning the scholarship. All of that proceeds are going to go to the scholarship. I know there's yeah. been so many people in the community over that, at the time of Keith's um, passing, stepped up in in one way or another. And you know, whether it oh, be yeah. a monetary donation towards the family, you know, posting ribbons outside their home. I have had um, a few, well, actually more than a few individuals in in trying to promote this concert. Have a slightly, a slight misunderstanding of how the funds are going to be used. And, you know, I've had several people mention that, no, you know, I've already donated for the family. I've done this, you know. And I just really need to emphasize that this is something that every community member um, can take part in. And in continuing to honor Keith's legacy, this money is going to go directly to the scholarship. And I have stated and you, that if we are yeah. if we are anywhere close to selling this concert out, this scholarship can be funded for the next twenty years. So I'm yeah, like really hoping yeah I'm, yeah. I'm I'm I, yeah. I, I have faith in Windsor and and the surrounding cities that that they're gonna really make this happen. And yeah, you know, I mean,
1: human nature being what it is, I get it. You know, everyone was shocked and devastated yeah. when Keith was killed, and the whole uh-huh. community turned out in masse, uh-huh. and uh-huh. it was an amazing thing. And I understand that people who who weren't close with Keith, like uh-huh. family and friends and those who yeah. actually knew him, I understand that people kind of tend to move on, and, and, you know, they don't want to dwell on the sadness, they want to move on with their lives. And I wanna make sure people know that this is not gonna be a sad or no somber event. I mean, this is a this is a this is a rock and roll show, folks. Yeah. And we're gonna have a ball and we're yeah. gonna have fun just as Keith would have wanted us to. And Keith and would want us all to move on and have fun and have great lives too. So it's gonna you know be a way, party. I know. And it sounds weird, but it's gonna be a great time. <laughs> it is going to as be a
2: bad you. Um, you know, I've, I've said this multiple times, you know, Keith gave us 27 years of his service, uh, being a public servant and protecting our community. I think we can give him one night. Right. And he
1: literally died serving that community that he loved.
0: He did. He did. And he was a happy, joyful person. So. It's and been we've got a
1: couple of really special surprises.
0: Oh we've good. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jeff uh, for
1: the people you, that show up.
0: You do you keep, keep saying,
1: saying
2: that. <laughs> and you know, I even, even had Keith's um, mom and dad ask me about that and I said, Well I'm respecting yeah, the no, it's, a, dad. It's,
1: it's a tightly uh, tightly kept secret. I don't want to give away the surprise. Well, I, I, I'll i go so far as to saying one of the reasons I'm not announcing what it is actually this is going to be two surprises one of the reasons I'm not announcing what they are is that I, I want to make sure that um, uh, we can make sure they happen yeah. we can I don't deliver want to something and then okay. having a technical issue and not yeah. Yeah. To deliver but I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm 100% confident that one of those surprises is going to happen and I'm 90 Nine percent confident the other surprise is going to happen, but I, I don't want to any- <laughs> Don't jinx <laughs> it. Don't you, jinx I'll, it. I'll just tell you this much: it's going to be something. It's going to be something so awesome.
2: Oh my people God! People
1: who are in that theater are going to be talking about it for for years. Well,
2: and, we need to bring our Kleenex. Yeah, well,
0: we'll have a Kleenex. Definitely, we'll be bringing Kleenexes.
1: No, nah, it's going to be a party. It's going, okay. to be, it's going to be great. Everyone, everyone's going to leave that theater feeling. Uh, a lot better than when they walked in, Aww,
0: you know anybody that's, that's, who that's who nothing. knew and loved Keith um has felt his his the loss of him. And one of the the things yeah. that I've tried to do is to consistently remember the the happiness, the joy, the the well wishes that yeah. he consistently gave to everybody that he knew. And to that end, I want us to continue to celebrate Keith Boyer and his legacy, the man. Was too young to have a legacy, but he sure has one. You know, he sure he sure created a legacy I'd, I'd like while he was alive. Just,
1: Go ahead. I'd like to share just one more story with you, if I could. The day of his service, I had to park really, really far away at Rose Hall, <sighs> and uh, <laughs> I had had uh, surgery not too long before uh, his, his his death, and um, so walking up and down the hills was just not an option for me. So. I was determined just to flag down the first vehicle I saw driving by uh, up there on, on the berm at Rose Hills. And so SUV was driving by and I put my hand up and I said, I'm sorry, can I, can I trouble you for a ride? And this guy said, sure, brother. And, and I know. so I jumped in the truck of this complete stranger and uh, this guy was probably in his late 40s and he, he recognized me from the, some of the TV interviews, I guess, and we were chatting. And... uh I said, "How did you know, Keith?" He said, "Well, he was my booking officer. He, he you know, I was what? put under arrest, and he <laughs> booked me into jail um, 27 years ago. And he um. said uh, he was the nicest guy. He he made sure that uh, he asked me if I was hungry. He got me a sandwich. Uh. He made sure I had something to drink. And um, he said that Keith had." Uh, counseled him about getting his life on the right track and he should be doing so much better for himself and he had this potential to do so much better. And this guy did straighten his life out and he he became a productive person and he got on the right track and he wanted to be at Keith's uh, service to pay his respects for for, for Keith's mm-hmm. kindness and, and compassion toward him when he was being booked in jail for doing something.
0: That is the perfect story, mm-hmm. perfectly Keith's story. And uh, I want to thank you both for for joining me today and, and reminiscing and talking about what we can continue to do. And hopefully um, folks are listening and will want to participate in this and give back. And and um, give Keith this one night after he gave so much to so many others. Before we say goodbye, I would love just a few details about how folks can find out information about tickets, um, where the concert is. Jan, do you want to fill us in on all of that? I
2: sure will. Goodness. Um, the date, again, is February 17th, and it is... 7.30 at the Long- p.m. Yes, yeah, 7.30 p.m. at the La Marada Civic Theater for the Performing Arts. Orchestra seating is thirty nine fifty, and balcony is $37. If you can afford a balcony, it's only $2 more for an orchestra seat, though. Right. So,
1: you can go And to, that includes their service charge. That includes yeah. their okay. you know, yeah. service
2: charge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the website is CART, C-A-R-T, dot lamarada civic lamarada theater dot com and the theater is t h e a t r e all right you'll be able to access it. At, yeah access it that way and then the telephone number is 562
0: great and they, that information will all be included in the the bio section of this podcast so folks can Perfect. either look there or they can connect with me and I'll make sure that they get the information Jeff McNeil, Jan Edwards, thank you both for joining me today as we continue our celebration of Keith Boyer.
2: Wow. Thank you so much for allowing us to reminisce. Thanks, guys.